This episode is sponsored by Outstanding Foods, and we couldn't be more excited to have them and some others that you're going to hear more about on board. Uh, we feel so lucky and fortunate to have been able to align with some brands that share all the same values that we do and that we love. Uh, so we can't wait to to share these brands with you guys. It would mean the world to us uh, and to them for you guys to support them. So if you hear about something that you love, don't hesitate. Jump right on it. Um, we're going to have deals for you. Uh, in terms of outstanding foods, you can get 25% off your entire order right now uh, by going to outstandingfoods.com and using code ADULTING25. This is adulting like a mother father. Thanks for tuning in to learn more. We applaud you. Now sit back, relax. So baby, keep it pushing while we have a couple laughs and maybe get a little mushy. But don't forget to take a deep breath. Adulting can be hard sometimes. Just take the next step. Pick the right foot up and put it in front of the left. You do this over and over and you'll be ahead of the rest. And let me introduce you to the star of the show, Daniela Monet. I bet you probably heard her say, Chicago, Chicago. Well, now she's all grown up and got a little baby boy. His name is Gio. Dang, what a bundle of joy. We're a tribe of three, but we're building a community. So come along. It's time for some adulting. Welcome back to Adulting Like a Mother Father. I'm Danielle Monet, the mother. And I'm Andrew, the father. And we're both adults. Hey, this is a big week. This is a really big week. So if you're an adult or just trying to be one, this is the show for you. Today's episode is one of those ones um, that I will flag for future times to reflect on. Um, we're going to be sharing Ivory's birth story. We did this for Geo. Um, and if you guys are into birth stories and you want the real nitty gritty emotions and all, um, feel free to circle back and check out Geo's birth story. That was episode one, right? That may have been episode one, and wow. it was a wild storytelling experience, um, to say the least. So today's will be a little different because Ivory's birth was incredibly different, and that's why I want to share it, and I don't want to forget, you know, the little intricacies that went into, you know, bringing her into the world. Before we jump into that... Um, I just I, want to say one thing before we jump in. Okay. It's a big day. Oh, yeah. Today. So we record on Monday. So today's Monday. When you hear this tomorrow on Tuesday, today, Monday, yeah. is Daniela's birthday. That's right. And good news, folks, she's 21 again. Oh, gosh. That's a really lame joke you just made. I know. I know. I know. Wow. Okay, can we, can we, um, no, no, backwards. no. You can't. You're a dad. You better own it. That is a straight up dad joke. Um, yeah, you guys, I am 32 years old and I am, I'm proud of it. 32 two kids feels good um a lot of things have manifested in ways that i am so grateful for a lot to still you know be to be determined and um it's a good day like today's been really exciting so far i i mean obviously we're home we're not really doing anything but you make it feel special thank so, you thank you thank you i got a good coffee you guys i got a solid breakfast out of the deal i have a cake waiting for me <laughs> that mean, cake looks bomb it's like what more can you ask for um i do want to talk about your your dad's text to me oh my gosh <laughs> do you want me to say it or you want sure, to say it? go ahead so Okay, it's not a surprise anymore, so we no. can talk about it. I was trying to think of what we could do to make it special with the fact that, like, we can't all really get together. I mean, we could. Look, everybody had different views on that. But, like, we're, we're still not doing that, and it's more so because we have a two-week-old at home. So mm -hmm. we're not going to invite a bunch of people over here, even if it's outside, because it's not like we're going to take her out and hang out, right? Yeah. Long story short, um, I thought it would be a cool idea to get a bunch of the family together on one Zoom call. And have like a happy hour birthday celebration for you. Yeah. Oh my God. Right. It's a simple idea, but it, it'll be fun. Yeah. Um, but of course my father texts you this morning to say happy birthday and goes something like, oh, can't wait to visit with you and the rest of the fam later. And I'm just like, <laughs> what are you doing, man? <laughs> I saw that and my stomach dropped for you because it was one of those those situations where you're like, do you tell you, you, do I tell you that he said that or do I just pretend he didn't and and act surprised? No, it's fine. Look, it's it, ultimately my fault because I sent the text out to everybody and I didn't specifically say she doesn't know. So keep it hush hush. Right, right. But I'm thinking like the general rules that you follow are like. <laughs> 
if that person's not in the thread and you haven't made mention of they know it, yeah, you just act like it's a surprise, right? And it's not even a surprise. It's like you just don't say anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just keep it on the DL, so thanks, dude. <laughs> um, well, I'm looking forward to that. And um, I also want to talk about, I um, asked if people had questions about like birth and C-sections and all that. So we might answer a few of those that Amazing. I think are interesting that I probably wish I would have known prior to. Well, who knows? I'm I'm kind of like a, on a need to know basis. I don't like to know very much, but now that I know more, I'm happy to share. And do we have any emails? We do have some emails. Okay, cool. So we'll we'll hit those emails. At we'll the see end how of the long show. the birth story goes, okay. and then we'll see how much room we leave. Okay, perfect. Um, real quick before we take a break and we jump into the birth story, do you have a win and fail? I know we didn't really think about it before starting, but if you had to just throw one out there, win and a fail. I don't know fails come to mind, which, Good. which I'm happy about. Good. Um, a win is I I've, so if you've listened, like, especially early on, like maybe six months ago or when we were first starting, you would have heard me talk a lot about meditation and just because like we've had so many changes, I've really put that to the side. And today was the first day that I got up before geo and went out and meditated. And it's like a total game changer for me. I tend to naturally, for whatever reason, I don't know if it's genetic or what, but I tend to stress and feel anxious um, almost naturally. Yeah. Like doesn't even, there doesn't even need to be much for me to feel those things. So it's really important for me to get ahead of it. Um, and when I was doing that consistently and when I'm working out consistently and like in a mountain nature and just doing the things that like really make me feel whole and getting ahead of it. I, it's like night and day how I feel. And just this one session this morning, obviously it's just one step, but it was just so nice to, to do it again. Yeah. So that's my win. I love it. Yeah. How about you? Um, a win and a fail. Okay. I was so busy actively listening to you that I wasn't thinking of my own win and fail. Wow. <laughs> We've come a long way guys. We've come a long way. You know what my win is? Um, and this is a note to myself because it's something I'm not good at, but can we just give it up for a handwritten card? They're the best. I got a handwritten card from you this morning and it just hit. It just landed in my soul. That's what um, they do. And I actually want to talk about a couple of things that you said. I'm not going to re- read the card. I don't even have it in front of me. But I just want to talk about you making a few um, comments about me being a badass and a tough girl. Like, you are. And, you know, it's funny. It's like, give it up for handwritten cards because it's not something you, you tell me verbally. So I want to just like, I want to understand more of where that came from. Yeah. I think some of that stuff I've told you, like I've told you recently how tough you are and like how much I'm impressed by you. But I think, um, you know, it it was what last episode of the episode before that, where we were talking about not always seizing the opportunity to recognize milestones or events or days or whatever. Mm -hmm. I think, um, even though we don't always do the best job for birthdays, I just was thinking like it's the greatest opportunity to take a moment and just tell somebody how you feel. And make somebody feel good and special. And to me, like nothing does that than writing out your thoughts. Uh, but all those things are, are absolutely true. And that's the way I feel. Like I think watching you become a mom and seeing how you just like, you just like, I don't even want to say battle because it's not even battling most of the time. Like for a lot of people it would be, but for you, you're just getting through things gracefully and it's impressive to watch. And I feel lucky. Like you make things pretty easy for me <laughs> you know and that's it's just cool <laughs> i'm uh, laughing because like that's cool and i i that makes me feel really good um and i'm glad that i that you see that in me i yeah. want to be i want to be strong you know was there a butt in there? no 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 it's just funny because <laughs> because it like it it's a good thing for you too <laughs> It's a great thing for me. Well, okay. So I just shouldn't even said me because no, the focus no, no. is not on me. No, no it's seriously. not something you do. You don't usually like do that. You don't always like call attention to yourself. So, um, but I just, I get it because I get it right. Like in a yeah. partnership, you know, 
part of your job, and this is something I learned when I was working with my coach, like you, you both equally have to handle your shit, right? Yeah. And then when you have shit that you have to handle together, you come together and you meet each other and you try to handle that shit together. But part of our job in our relationship is to sort of like manage ourselves, you know, to the best of our ability. And when you need someone to lean on, like, of course, then yeah. you, you lean on. Absolutely. I mean, it's nobody else's job to manage you, but you, right? Yeah, exactly. So I just, I appreciate you pointing those things out in the card because, um, it, for some reason, it just felt like it meant more, like you really meant it. Yeah, and it made you. me feel good because I did mean it. I do want, I want to be like, I, I, I strive to be a badass. Like I just want to be oh, a you badass. You want me to elaborate on that one too? <laughs> yeah. I think there's a few things for me, but the, like some of the, the things that stick out are like, if you looked back five, 10 years ago, like, and then looked at where you're at now as an individual, completely different person right yeah not in every way but in many ways but you're a badass like you went from being a working actress which fulfilled you to like realizing as great as you are in a career like that there's still so much out of your control right so that's always going to be there but you i think you learned like you had to pivot a little bit as well and i'm watching you like just dig into like kinder beauty i've never seen you be so involved with anything before. And it's really impressive. And I think you've done an amazing job. And then like, you know, you've invested two or three times, like we're working on stuff together. Like every time we see that there's something else that we want or that you want, like you're all in. And I think you're doing an amazing job. So you're balancing those endeavors with now being a mom of two and you're a great mom. You're so hands-on. You're so loving. Um, and I think you're more open selfishly again to being the best partner that you can be. So doing all those, I mean, everybody's juggling a lot in life, but I think it's nice to, to take a moment and recognize how much somebody is doing. And that's what I can see. And happy birthday to me. <laughs> Don't you go crying on me. <laughs> I'm not even crying. No. Um, another thing I've kind of gotten a little tiny bit of a grip on is just, taking things for what they are and not having to like get so emotional about it, you know, cause that is powerful. Like being able to be so present and hear you say all that. Um, and not like, it sounds weird because I just generally, I think I'm an emotional person, but like it almost makes it more about me if I, if I make it emotional, do you know what I mean? Like if I go to like tears instantly, yeah, it's 100%. like, I'd rather just be so present and like really soak up every word that you said. And that really felt good. So thank you. You're welcome. Um, let's take a quick break. Sure. <laughs> and um, yeah, okay. I'm not going to make any jokes. Um, we'll take a quick, quick break. We'll come back and um, we'll dive into yep. uh, Ivory's birth story. Yep. Okay, perfect. More adulting like a mother father when we come back. All right, you guys, we're about to talk to you about Outstanding Foods. Delicious meal in a bag puffs. Ooh. I, I just gave them a jingle that they didn't ask for. All right, so we've got a code for you. Adulting25 will get you 25% off your entire order. All you have to do is go to outstandingfoods.com. This is a company that is close to our hearts. I'm an investor in Outstanding Foods. I'm invested in the food because it's so damn delicious. These puffs are fire. They're meals literally in a bag. You can't ask for anything more convenient. Loaded with vitamins. Vitamins that a lot of us don't do a very good job at getting um no and so, especially not in a snack food yeah definitely not in a snack like food. It's, it's wild to me that they're actually healthy for you and they're plant-based and they're packed with protein because like whether it's the the takeout meal in a bag puffs or you go back to the rinds or whatever anything they drop is fire i know and uh i don't think we noted this last week and i want to tell you guys this because it's, it's the best part of outstanding i feel like it's any company really comes down to their people, right? Yes. And Chef Dave, he is the genius behind everything that they put out. He is the man, and you go way back with him. Like I've known Chef Dave. 15 years or whatever. <laughs> plus, yeah, 15 but plus. But yeah. just to give him some quick credibility for you guys, if you don't know anything about Chef Dave, he is um, the person behind the Beyond Meat Burger. 
Yeah, no, he's a G. He's so, like epic. Um, epic. Yeah, he's got a, a huge list of, of lovers and supporters, and that's what makes Outstanding Food so special is, is his magical touch. He's the most humble human being you will ever meet. He's literally the sweetest man, and um, you can you could just taste the love in Outstanding Food's food. So go to outstandingfoods.com, you guys. Use code ADULTING25. Take advantage of 25% off your entire order. Load up. And, uh, you know, thanks for being an adulter. Boom. Boom. And now back to adulting like a mother father. We're back. All right, Dad. Okay. Let's go um, into our little memory <clears throat> bank. <clears throat> and... Um, I want to take it from the top that morning, waking up more than once to make sure that you don't obviously sleep or oversleep. I want to I actually want to go back a step further, Ooh, like okay. the week leading into it. Okay. Um, how are you feeling? Because I personally, before then, I probably didn't even think about it enough. And then as we got closer and it was more real and more real, um, my head starts going everywhere. Like obviously I'm so excited, but I also think, and I'm sure this is common of, Oh shit. Like what's what the worst case scenario could be. Like maybe your body doesn't respond to the procedure or whatever, or maybe there's an issue. All these thoughts run through your head. Um, so I definitely started getting a little more nervous like the week before. So, but where were you at? Um, I did have some of those thoughts come into my head. Um, I did a really good job at just like, powering Block. through yeah powering through them and not really settling too much on them i think i everyone knows this because you've probably heard me say this before it was like my head was more um focused on geo and the fact that i was going to be leaving him and the unknowns of the healing piece because i didn't want to be i didn't want to go from being a very very active involved mom even even at as pregnant as i was like I was still like playing and holding and throwing and doing all the things. So I didn't want to go from that to like, okay, Gio, now I'm going to be in a bed and I can't be there for you as much as I want to. Um, so that's where my head was at. Um, and I want to just take it to the top like that morning, you know, let's go the night before. Okay. <laughs> that's a really weird night. Yeah. We, we think yeah. like, think like, Night before first day of school, yeah. Plus night before Christmas when you're a kid and it's like you're so juiced up about it, and then times a hundred, yeah. But like also with some nervousness. Like imagine if if you didn't know if you were going to get something dangerous for Christmas. You know, you could right. be a little nervous about that, right? No, nah, this is night before. You know, you're waking up super early. We haven't been up that early in a while. Yeah. To go and I'm just going to say it like this. Yeah, go get you cut open. Yeah. So that they can literally. Pull her out. Yeah. Okay. That's what happened. <laughs> and I thought, I thought there's no way I'm sleeping tonight. Mm -hmm. Like I'm going to try, but there's no way. What happened? Yeah. I think I, I think we both slept. <laughs> I think we both like took, we were adults and we realized like, okay, um, this is a matter of fact situation. Like we got to get some sleep. We got to make sure that we wake up in time. We got to make sure we have everything we need. There's a lot of things. There's a lot of like to do's, you know, it's, it's like, of course a big thing that's about to happen, but there's so much that you have to just make sure is squared away. You know, we wanted to make sure your mom was all taken care of because she came and stayed here that night. Um, you know, which involved a lot of things like creating a, a schedule for geo and making sure that all the food was there and everything was squared away. So I don't really feel like it hit me, hit me that what was about to happen until we had some like peace and quiet on the drive there. You know, it was still dark out. You know, usually when I wake up that early, I'm in a vehicle. I'm going to like set. <laughs> this was very different. This was like ready, set and needles, knives, mm -hmm. all the things. Yeah. Um, so when we got to the hospital and we parked the car, we were walking in and they, you know, COVID check you and you're all masked up. Um, and then they put us in this tiny, tiny little room. And basically it all just happened fairly quick. You guys, I think we got there at like six and yeah, what time was the appointment? Six. Well, the, the surgery was supposed to start at eight, I believe, but yeah, we had to get there two hours early. Yep. Put us in this little room. Yep. Laid me on the bed. Um, 
you had another moment in the restroom. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> the nerves, my brother. Oh, yeah. Uh... This tiny, tiny room with me, a big oh. <laughs> unit, you, a full-size yeah. man, yep. and two nurses, sometimes three at one time. Oh, nobody was in there at that point, but of, No, of they were in there. No, they came in afterwards, and that's how it always works. It's <laughs> like, you got to relieve yourself, and you think nobody's around, and then, of course, it's just how timing works. That's literally when they were like, hey, Danielle, are you ready to like get this party started? And I'm thinking, they're like, do you have to go to the bathroom? I'm like, oh, Andrew's in there. It's literally four inches from everyone's body, this door to the bathroom. Um, okay, so I want to walk through a few of the things that happened. There was a lot of questions they ask you in terms of your health. Um, they got me all set up with the, the IVs, which if you have been following me for a long time, you know that's probably one of my least favorite pieces of anything having to do yeah, with it's being so crazy because like you're really tough with most things but like the needle coming in to take blood or yeah. whatever you're just like no correct that's what's going on internally externally i make a joke and i just lay there uh no really you, no. you saw differently oh, it's all in your face yeah oh okay because I usually just try to fake it till I make it. I make some sort of joke, like not my favorite part, or I literally but you'll be said word your for hands word. Like hundred times a second, also. Nah, <laughs> yeah, you're making that up. Um, I, I I know what I said in the room. I said, uh, just so you guys know, this is probably the one reason I wanted to have a natural birth in a bathtub because I didn't want the needles. Um, but That's here we crazy. are. So anyways, the IVs were fine. Um, if you guys recall in my first birth with Geo, that first IV that they gave me ended up backfiring crazy. Um, I still have nerve damage in my hand from that IV. So the fact that this IV went in painlessly and worked and all the things um, Beautiful. was great. And then they had us like get it all ready. Like Andrew had to put on his, you know cap and gown is what i'm gonna call it and then you helped me put my little cap on and i laid there got the fluids met my nurses that were gonna be in the uh, or with me loved them one of the reasons we ended up choosing ivory's name was because we had a little sign do you remember yeah yes i do okay so our nurse her nickname was Riri. That's right. Do you remember her actual name? It was a it was a longer I'm not even sure. It was like really pretty, but I don't remember it. But I'm gonna blame all the meds, okay? But she was really nice and really just they were both like a She they was were so sweet team. and I, I just wanna say this. She was really sweet and then the other one was like oh lighthearted gosh. and funny. And there's something about there are just special people, right? There's yeah. something about somebody in like a service-based industry where sometimes it can feel scary or very serious or whatever, like in a hospital when you're getting a procedure that can just make you feel at ease and even make you laugh. Yep. Like it is a game changer in terms of what the experience is like. Yep. So I just feel so lucky that we had both of them working with us. Yeah. And they were with us throughout the surgery and then a portion of the, the recovery, recovery, which was really helpful because it felt like familiar faces and the energy was familiar. Um, it's funny how quickly you, or at least for me, like how quickly I let my guard down and become vulnerable and just become friendly with people. I know that I need to have my back. <laughs> It's like a selfish, yeah, like you got to, yeah, yeah. Um, like survival of some sort. Um, so anyways, when we're laying there for the first time, my doctor comes in and you get to meet him. Mm -hmm. And what was your first impression? Dr. G. Yeah. Um, well we share the G. So that, yeah. that was a good thing. Um, I thought he was rad again. Another person who made the experience like it's just night and day, right? Yeah. He was just so lighthearted, funny. Um, make you like, he can make you feel calm about something like that in one second yep which is amazing i think it's a gift yep you know because obviously there's there's so much that goes into being able to do that sort of work right and the like the technical aspect of it like you really got to know your stuff but to be able to bring in the charisma as well is like only a few can do it yeah it so, takes yeah, a I certain finesse uh -huh. for sure he popped in he popped out and then we met our anesthesiologist yep i was who... like <laughs> i thought he was like 21 <laughs> he was a g though turns he out he's not 21 was ripped okay sure ripped 
Um, it's so funny. I remember saying this when I saw him. I was like, he looks like he looks like he's vegan to me. Just the skin of a newborn baby. But that's what I'm saying. Like he looked, he just looked super healthy. super healthy, healthy and smart and calm and had this presence about him. He literally stood like a like a little army figure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. His shoulders were back. He just had this presence. So he comes in, he's super chill. He, I forget even what he says. He asks a few questions about, you know, my experience. And with, with Gio, I remember getting incredibly itchy, um, after surgery and I didn't even know that that was a side effect, but it was. Um, and so I mentioned that to him and he said, okay, that may or may not happen this time. And if it does, we can address it then. But, um, that was that. And then, um, shortly after, they, they full on just have you walk into the OR room. You know, I've got my IV and the IV's there for fluids. It's there for medication and it's there for pain management and whatever else. Honestly, I'm not even sure what everything was that they put inside of me. Um, but so I'm walking into the OR, okay, which is a very surreal moment because... Yeah, it's pretty crazy. You're just literally walking in. It, I, I hate using this example, but I'm going to use it. And I hope no one takes offense to this. But it's like, it's like a kamikaze. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what that means? I know what a kamikaze is. Okay. It's like you are so aware that something very big is about to happen. And you're electively just going, in going into it. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm walking into the OR, you know, making a few jokes, whatever. I, they open the doors. It is this bright. Were they landing? They were landing, of course. My my jokes in high pressure environments always land. You are good on your feet like that. Always land. If if there's no pressure, then I'm not I'm not there. It's not mm. there. It's not mm. happening. Mm. Um. So, anyways, the OR is sterile, white just machinery and just how every, you would like, like a small space in your white. house to be right it is without the, the metal sure just the most clean bright environment mm-hmm. um except we, for without windows so no natural light just okay. just the science lab light do you need more pressure because they're not landing for you <laughs> okay. okay um i want to walk you through this experience because it was this is the part that was most wild because this is when andrew and i part ways you did not get to come into the or with me right away because they had to prep me and i'll walk you through what that looks like so i'm alone i'm i'm with my two og nurses that i just met that were homies you know and they sit me on this tiny tiny little sliver of like a bed thing i i truly wonder how most humans fit on this bed the bed that you were lying yeah in? it was so thin it like, was like a thin it was like a like, you're talking about like not wide enough for your body correct no i don't know what's the purpose of is. that I thought it was a normal-sized I mean, table. Listen, I don't think anyone's supposed to be that comfortable. And granted, you're probably not feeling anything anyways, is the hope. But, like, my goodness, so thin. I don't know. You're going to have to take that up with them. All right. I'll, I'll address it another time on the third go-around. So I sit up there, okay, on the edge of this thin, thin little table, table <laughs> yeah. okay, mm-hmm. surfboard-like. And they had already sort of prepped me mentally for the epidural. Now, they give you this pillow, you bend forward and you push your lower back out um, and you cave your, your chin into your neck. Like you tuck your chin and you basically like Just to expand your spine. Yeah. Right? You're expanding your spine. You look like a roly poly is the hope. Um, and then the nurse who we loved sat in front of me and I don't know how they know this, but they walked me through every sensation, which I think is such a gift. They were so in tuned with the experience. So our, our GI Joe, anesthesiologist is in in the backside right just pushing it through slow and steady and she's explaining exactly what i'm about to feel literally a millisecond before i feel it i was like you are so accurate and she told me she doesn't even have kids she's never experienced this um so they inject the needle and everyone i spoke to who ended up having a c-section via like an emergency situation told me that that was like their worst part um the epidural. They they don't like the idea of, or they don't like the idea of not being an emergency situation because you're so present mm-hmm. that like your adrenaline hasn't kicked in yet. Yeah. But I'm here to tell you, you guys, it's not that bad. It's. They numb you before they put that needle in, right? 
Do they numb like locally? Locally, but you're still feeling the yeah no I mean Can not enough feel to, the yeah yeah oh, okay. yeah you're feeling yeah. it yeah you're feeling the sensations for sure. Um, so then they lay me down and in a matter of thirty to sixty seconds max, my legs are just gone. They're no no longer associated. Mm-hmm. They are off. The power went out. They're moving them in their own way, shape, and form. And right after that, okay, they say within, I mean, this is within 60 seconds. They say, okay, we're going to put the catheter in. One of my least favorite things is a catheter. Understandably. Okay. Just making that clear. I could not have been numb enough to have this catheter go in because visually I can, I can imagine what's happening. Therefore I'm now feeling the sensations. Um, so anyways, it goes in, I'm laying there. And then at this point, um, the shakes kick in. I think like my body realized, yeah, it realized what was about to happen. And, um, apparently very normal. It's a hormone that happens, um, for most moms and very, very common. And what's so wild about the shakes is the GI Joe anesthesiologist told me this, these shakes will go away as soon as the baby's on your chest. And I was like, whoa, so how long is that going to be? Because I can't control my body, my mouth, my arms, nothing. Shaking like no one's business. Um, so then he takes a tack, like a, you know, a tack, right? Like you put something on a wall paper. There's got to be like a medical version of that, though. It's not like an actual tack, right? Um, I want to say it was like a tack. Okay. All right. So he takes a tack and he says, I'm going to run this tack down your body and you tell me when you can feel it like less, not completely gone, but feel it less. And that, my friend, is the piece that made me the most worried. You want me to still feel it, but just feel it less. No, they, they have uh, a plan. <laughs> okay. So I, I, I felt it less about my belly button region, okay. like mid stomach. And I was like, okay, I feel it, but I feel it less. And he's like, okay, guys, I think we're good to go. (laughs) I was like, excuse me? So then my doctor comes in and he says to me, you ready to have the baby? And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. But I'm shaking. So everything I'm saying is literally like, yeah, let's do it. And he starts feeling my stomach. He asks me exactly what he said he was going to ask me. You know, what day is it? What are we doing here? And what's my name? And I, I nailed it. Did you ace though? Aced it. Nice. Aced it. And um, to be honest, at that point is when I started to smell the burning flesh. That's the worst part. Is it the worst? Oh, no. They brought you in at yeah, that point. Yeah, they brought me in. Yeah. Okay. So this is your star moment because Andrew was out there. Can you explain to me what you're really quickly, you mm-hmm. know, because this is my show, really quickly. <laughs> explain to me what you were doing outside of the doors yeah, yeah so i come out the doors about 20 feet down the hallway and just sitting in front of the window getting some sun it was like kind of like a movie scene right uh-huh. with my scrubby daddies on and uh i was just setting up my little bluetooth boom box <laughs> so that i was ready to go so then dr g came out he said hey man you ready to go i said yeah i'm ready to go so we go in the room uh-huh. as soon as i walk in boom boom <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. We, I didn't play that. I was playing Marley. That would have been great. I was playing Bob Marley. I should have played that. That no, was too you intense. Weren't playing though. Marley. You were not playing Marley. Oh, I was playing. Okay, my favorite playlist on Spotify. It's Here it goes, everyone. Turn Ca- it up. Cafe con leche on Spotify is the name of the playlist, but it's the one. Hang on one second. This is this is a real secret of mine. No, this is this is what this will make your mornings. Amazing. Like just imagine Saturday morning, you got some time on your hands, like you're making coffee at home, you got some music going, like the vibe is perfect. Cafe con leche, uh, and then in the little brackets, Spotify February twenty seventeen, because I think they've updated Cafe Con Leche since then. But you gotta get this twenty seventeen one. It's my uh, favorite playlist on Spotify. Okay. So anyway, so I come in okay, go my ahead. Bluetooth boombox that they, they um leased to me for the day. <laughs> and Start playing some jams, play some Cafe Con Leche. I can see like as soon as the first song comes on, which is Dolcito e Coco, they start vibing in there. I can see everybody's being serious because they're medical professionals, of and, course. you know, there's burning flesh in the air. 100%. Like the vibe is there. Yeah. But I can see like some hips swaying just a little bit. I can see the nurses behind like moving their shoulders a bit. Like uh-huh. people are feeling it. And like everybody knows that feeling when you are DJ 
and people are feeling the music. It's satisfying. Very satisfying. So we go on with the show, right? They, they're going in. Dr. G's like with another doctor across from him, throwing jokes back and forth, talking about vacation or something. Oh, like yes. Whatever they were doing, like I'm smelling a little bit of flesh, which is in all seriousness, the weirdest part. Yeah. Because I just went through it, obviously totally unrelated, but I have my lip worked on like two or three times now because it's crazy on me. <laughs> and Wait, did we explain that situation on a podcast at some point? Yes, we must have. I don't know. At the beginning of Gio's pregnancy, Andrew goes... Basketball plays. accident, yeah. lip busted wide open. I go to uh, urgent care late at night. This It's like another movie scene. Guy's operating me in basically a dark room with one like old school <laughs> lamp over my lip. No numbing, no nothing. Just putting stitches in my lip. Worst pain I've ever felt. Not the worst, but pretty bad, right? So lip peels up after the stitches. Stitches get stuck in my lip. That's another thing to get them out. Um, and then months go by and a cyst grows in my lip where it was injured. And then this thing grows and grows and grows and I wait too long and they got to pull it out and they pull out a, a lumpy ass cyst and basically take a whole chunk of my lip out. So if you see me and you're like, dude, do you have a fish hook in your lip? Like what, what is that? Why is your lip hooked down? That's what's going on. <laughs> Why is your lip hooked down? Yes. Okay. So long story short, that reminded me of that. Cause that, that's what it smelled like when they've been working on my lip. Right. But this is on a much different scale. So what are you saying? It's just a much, much bigger procedure. I'm and you're kidding, just way more of a badass That's right. than me. Um, okay, my perspective, I was a little nervous. But again, we have a couple people in there with charisma that like just make you feel comfortable. And it was pretty chill. I'm looking at you. I'm talking to you a little bit. I'm talking to the anesthesiologist, a couple of the nurses. Like while this is going on, it's a pretty quick procedure. All of, I don't know, but I was in there for maybe 10 minutes before the baby came out. Oh, really? I think so. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Now I'm putting it together. Yeah. So for me, it, it was all of like just under an hour from top to finish. Yeah. Honestly, I, I feel like the, um, the patchwork mm. is what takes the longest. Um, I actually need to explain the previous part because you didn't feel what I felt. No. Okay. Here we go. So, I am officially open. Okay. Um, and like you had mentioned, the doctors are having a grand old time. Okay. And I'm conversing with them. There was one moment we were talking about Brittany, you know, the, the documentary. I'm, I'm, I'm just remorseful for her feeling all the feelings. Poor Brittany. Meanwhile, they're just digging through the layers. Okay. So at one point he says, okay, I, I can see her. And he says, oh, she's, she's a big girl. Wait, there's a lot of hair. There's so much hair. I'm trying to get her. I'm trying to get her. At this point is when they start doing what felt like the Heimlich remover on my stomach. Is that how you say it? What did you say? Heimlich. How do you say it? What did you, what was the second? Heimlich remover. (laughs) (laughs) What is it? What is it? You better know if you're going to correct me. <laughs> we're just going to keep rolling. What is it? Maneuver. Well, listen, we were removing her. Okay. <laughs> That's the difference here. Okay. So they start putting so much visceral pressure on my stomach, my abdomen, right under specifically my right rib. Okay. Pushing down, pushing down, pushing down. So much so that you could see, like, when Andrew was videoing, I don't know if he was allowed to or not, but you were videoing part of that, and you could see, like, my chest, what was on the other side of the screen, just sort of, like, convulsing a little bit. Um, And the nurses are saying out loud, like, you're going to feel a lot of pressure, you're going to feel a lot of pressure. And all I'm thinking is, like, you break my rib, that's a different surgery now. Like, let's chill on the rib side. I actually don't know if they can do anything for that. I could be wrong. Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm glad I don't, I mean, I've got a rib, so we're good. But anyway, so then I think what they were doing was trying to push her down to, because that, mm. the, the opening of the C-section is extremely low. Like when you see it, you're almost like, how do you it's get the baby down to 100%. like. It's, it's where it's at, but it's also the size of it. Like it's pretty, size? pretty mind blowing because when you, if you've never seen this before, when you pull a baby out, like obviously you know what's going on. She's eight pounds inside of you. She's curled up like as much as she can. She's real tight in there. But when they pull a baby out. You're like, how the hell mm-hmm. did that, how the hell was that in your body? Yeah. You know, but in terms of the C-section, the openings, like I'm trying to gauge it with Maybe my fingers. Maybe four or five right inches. Now. 
five yeah, inches. F- yeah, probably Max? five-ish. Yeah. Six, maybe? Yeah. No, it is It is mind-blowing. The whole thing's mind-blowing. Did you physically see with your eyes her come out this time? Yeah, part oh, of it. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, like, so uh, from my perspective, they open up like part of the screen so it's see-through. Um, and I'm just like, I'm on pins and needles. I'm so excited. I'm like, I just want to see her. I just want to see her. This is so surreal. Like, this is the moment. Um, and... What's crazy is like, I'm here thinking this kid's seven pounds big, you know, every ultrasound told me that, oh, he's, she's going to be, she's, she's long, she's healthy, but, um, you know, she'll probably be about seven pounds. Even that last ultrasound, they said around seven pounds. Anyways, they pull her out, they put her on the scale and I asked GI Joe anesthesiologist behind me, like, um, what, what, what does she look like? Cause he he has like perfect vision of her and you're over there handling the umbilical cord, which is a whole nother conversation. I mean, that umbilical cord itself looked like a Hebrew sausage. Like they, a were Dodger re- they, were, they were really impressed with the umbilical cord. And, and they had said that in the ultrasound actually too, that she had a really healthy umbilical cord. Um, I don't know what like that means. I would like to take a little well, bit of credit for it. if you've ever seen a really nice umbilical cord, I mean. That's what it looks like. Oh, thank you. So the the anesthesiologist behind me goes, I think she's about 8'5", and I'm just already, like, my mind's blown. I'm like, no way. And then I asked, whatever, while they're trying to stitch me up, um, how big is she? How big is she? And they're weighing her, and, and they said, eight pounds, eight ounces. And I was shook. Beast. Shook. It's just, I don't know. I, I have to be honest. Like, I can only speak for my... Does that make you feel... It feels good. It feels good. It feels so good makes you feel like you did something right yes because mm. you know you're pregnant and you have you have a few jobs right but like your biggest one is to create a beautiful healthy baby right and a lot of things you know are not so much in your control but the things that we can control are our diet our health you know the way that we treat our body and and the little things that we can do to connect with our baby while pregnant so like for me i'm like i just want a big healthy beautiful baby um and i got it and she was so freaking big and beautiful and that moment when she came out i i had a different experience than when i had felt with geo explain that i mean i don't know if you remember seeing me but i went from talking about Brittany and this rv vacation trip that dr g wanted to go on to crying like i've never cried like hyperventilating crying with g no with her yes just mm. gasping like oh my god oh my god oh yeah it was so it was it was like <laughs> god you don't want to know what i just thought about but i'm gonna say it was like literally i'm not gonna say it. don't say it <laughs> i was gonna say it's like taking a big shit oh you said it <laughs> <laughs> but that's not it's not at all the same thing <laughs> but it, right but just that relief it's like of the knowing heimlich that. remover out of your yes i gotcha you got it okay it was just like that feeling of like we did it you know like it it happened it's out <laughs> she's here just all of those emotions were just i mean flowing there's nothing there i mean i want to argue there's nothing like it and maybe i just don't know because i haven't experienced other things that could be but in my opinion there is nothing and or very few things like seeing your child for the first time yeah it's incredible yeah hearing her cry then eventually putting her on your chest and gi joe anesthesiologist was right the the shakes went away i I don't know why i'm calling is that like a compliment i would think so all right all right um i'm just calling him that because he just brought a level of like safety and like a heroic vibe um anyway so that that the shaking went away um i then laid there for what felt like an eternity while they closed me up but was really probably only about 20 minutes max yeah maybe less and um then they wheeled us into the recovery room and that's when like life felt like it like had already started you know like your mom like i was in a gear of like okay we're we're nursing this baby i've started the clock on like looking at the time for feeds um you know just handling my business and all i really wanted outside of the feeding her was some friggin' food and some water yeah i know that part's kind of bogus that you can't uh 
you can't really eat or drink. All you can have is like a an ice chip. It was like an ice and chip an hour. I don't know. I think it's probably different for everyone. They just try to play it safe because I'm sure, you know, your no, guts are on the table. No, they don't want you to get nauseous from the anesthesia. Yeah, and That's that was one is. of the questions that someone asked me on um, Instagram was, did I get nauseous? I didn't. I didn't have any nausea. No, I mean, so, can you imagine how terrible that would be to feel nauseous? Yeah, no, they were right. And I took it easy. I, I, I tried to take as much ice cubes as I could, but, you know, conservatively. No, dad was over there keeping you in check. You really were. I was like, dude, chill out. Job. I'm just trying to have some ice. Mm-hmm. I got a job to do. Okay. And she was an angel. And I, I don't know, like I felt really on cloud nine. Me too. Yeah. I feel really lucky. I mean, it's, it's a weird, it's a weird thing going in electively, but at the same time, like you got to get comfort from the people that you're around, the people that you choose to to be there for you. Um, and the fact that even though it's, I mean, it's a big surgery, it's very routine for them. Like I was asking the anesthesiologist about this when we were there and he's like, the other day we delivered 30 babies or something like that. They did 30 C-sections in a day. No, he said 30 needles. He did 30 epidurals. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 Which is like, I mean, there's, is there enough time? (laughs) Insane, right? Yeah. Like so, so routine for these guys. And it's really impressive. So I got a lot of comfort from that. All in all, like it was a fairly chill, Mm -hmm. if that's the right word to use, chill experience for like bringing a new baby into the world. Yeah. And again, like equally as, as gratifying equally as, as beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, very different, but still felt just as much impact and just as much like life changing, um, as we felt with Gio. Yeah. Um, and just quickly, and then we can, we can wrap it up, but I just want to talk about a little bit of like the rest of that day. Cause we had her in the morning. So we had a full day. Also so different from so Gio. different because we had Gio at like almost midnight. So I basically had to recover overnight, which was so different cause you were asleep and I was like, Oh, this is very weird. And there's the boy right there. Yeah, I can hear him awake. down the hall. Dada, dada. He just cycles through all the names when he wakes up. Yeah. Um, okay. So real quick, I just want to say that was like a great experience because I had the day that to like recover and I was conscious for like nurses and appointments and things, people coming in to check on her, check on me, do all the things. And then by 9 PM, they said to me, Oh, we can take your catheter out. And I said, holla frickin' Luya, take it out. Does that feel like coming out? Not great. Mm. Nothing about it's good. Nothing about it is good. But, um, I was just so eager because I remember that first time with Geo. It's like they take the catheter out and then they expect you to try and pee. And that is the most uncomfortable feeling you've ever experienced. Your body is like, uh-uh, the brakes are on. But your brain is saying, pee, please, please pee. And neither one are, are like connecting. Long story short, I ended up peeing, you guys. It was a grand old experience. Eventually, we got there. Um, and then I was walking, same day. So... I feel super lucky. Like I said, you're a tough, you're a tough badass. Thank you. This is full circle. That's, you know what? This episode's going to be called. She's a baddie. She's a baddie. We're not doing that. Okay. Um, I want to, I want to talk about just the, we spent basically the weekend in the hospital, right? To recover. And for me, and the reason I want to talk about this is because that is, uh, if there's a worst part, that's the worst part because like you definitely need it. You know, and it's nice to have help from people for those first few days. But I think especially after you, you've gone through it once, like, you know, a little bit more, it's like you feel stuck for a few days. And although we did eat great, yeah, like we ordered a lot of food in and why not? Right. You got to treat yourself. <laughs> that's a, that's a life milestone. You just like, I don't know about you. I just felt stuck. Like I was ready for us to get in the car and all go home. Yeah, no, I, I think I probably felt different <laughs> because, um, you know, as though I, I was mobile, but not as mobile as I'd like to be. And also like the whole thing with the milk coming in and, you know, having to now figure out nursing again and also being, you know, it's, it, it's painful. Like I'm not going to sugarcoat that. Like there's certainly a lot of like healing and recovering to do, but I think when you're so appreciative of the little things, like I can pee on my own now. Oh, and now I can walk on my own and oop, I can move a little bit better. Like, you know, I don't have a belly. I can sleep on my back. Like all of these things, 
they just become like so you get excited about them so yeah. it's like it helps with the rest of it but um here we are now two here weeks we in and, and i'll just update everyone real quick like a solid week of just like taking it easy is probably mandatory did i do that probably not but i, mean, I, I, I for tried. you yeah for my personality yeah, I, I tried a little bit to take it easy week two you, you're almost back at it again you know, I'm yeah. almost well, like I wouldn't say myself. everybody has that experience. I'm just giving my personal update again. Like I, I probably wouldn't even recommend playing in the tent and like, you know, te- you know, doing things that yeah. I was doing. <laughs> but anyways, um, that's that you guys, it was a beautiful experience and now we have the lifetime to enjoy her and yeah. get to know her. And- I think the coolest part is, uh, and, and you've probably seen a little bit of this. If you watch either of our stories is, seems like Gio's just as in love as we are already with her. Yep. Like now it's like before he goes to sleep or when he wakes up, Ivy, 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 mm-hmm. Ivy, baby, Ivy, baby. Aww. Just all day long. It's just, it's just cool. He's giving her a few kisses on the head and yeah. wants to sit on the couch and hold her and stuff. So that, that part's really cool. Cause you don't know what to expect, you know? Yeah, it's so true. And then you have these moments that are just like, it's just what it's about. It is what it's about. So we doing it again. And next week on Adulting Like a Mother Father, we pick up with uh, Andrew's answer. Yes. Uh, no, that wasn't my answer to that. Oh, whoa. Yes, I'm talking about next week. <laughs> I wanted to get to questions, but I feel like we went so long. This is what I would rather do. I would rather hold all the questions okay. and next week do a full Q&A oh. episode. You know what would be helpful is if people do hear this, um, there was probably things that we skipped over and things that people are more curious about. So let's, let's do that. Let's do, let's do a bunch of questions next week on birth, on C-sections, on recovering, on breastfeeding, on life, on doing it all with your partner and figuring it out. Literally a true adulting, like a mother, father episode. Okay. Okay. You'll be there. I'll be there. All right. All right. You guys, this baddie's out. Um, thanks for listening and any questions, comments, all the things, please hit us up on Instagram at adulting like AMF and leave us a review on Apple podcast. We really appreciate it and hit subscribe. It helps our show tremendously. We'll be back next week. Be sure to send in your questions at, um, adulting like a mother, father at gmail.com. We love you guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Adulting Like a Mother Father. New shows drop every Tuesday on the Direct Message Network on Podcast One.